are recording now. Okay. There's, there are three levels of ignorance you need to deal with. Next slide. There are three levels of ignorance you need to deal with if you want to participate in this whole thing. You want to engage. Number one, cultural ignorance, political ignorance, and religious ignorance. What do I mean by cultural ignorance? Every one of us is a product of a culture. Now, it is important for you to not only know your culture, but to also know the culture of other people. Know what is peculiar, know what is unique, know what is similar, and learn to respect other people's culture without despising them. Cultural ignorance, most of us are ignorant about other people's culture. We despise them, despise other people. And the world is heterogeneous. This world is not homogeneous in terms of culture. Am I right? It's heterogeneous. And Nigeria is a center of heterogeneity, cultural heterogeneity. Nigeria is rich in cultural diversity. Political ignorance. Many youth are politically ignorant. We have massive political ignorance in our environment, especially in the southern Nigeria. You may not understand what I'm saying by that, but, but that's the truth. Northern, our northern friends are more politically aware than those in the south. That is the way it is. They are more politically exposed and aware than those in the south. And I'm saying so because I know. So, political ignorance is the albatross of most people in southern Nigeria. The next ignorance is religious ignorance. What do I mean by that? I will explain it a little later. But you see, you need to understand that also Nigeria is a product of religious beliefs. You cannot deny it. You cannot overlook it. But you need to know how to work around it. Are we together? You can't deny it. You can't overlook it. All you need to do Learn how to walk around it. And Nigeria is not religiously um, homogeneous. And it will not, it's not going to be, and it will never be. It's going to remain what? Heterogeneous. So you need to learn how to deal with the heterogeneity of the religious environment. If you're not learning in this area, you're ignorant. And your ignorance in this area is going to make it difficult for you to be a quality leader. Okay? Next slide. Let me give a little background to the what's going on here. Over the years, political leadership in Nigeria has been fraught with mediocrity. Political leadership in Nigeria has been fraught with what? Mediocrity. And youths and citizens participate in the democratic process is marked by violence and what? Apathy. Who are the ones who unleash violence? They, are you not the ones? You, you, you. It's you. It's you. It's not, the, it's not those people. You are the ones. They give you guns. They give you drugs. You are going to carry the ballot box. You see, it is you that would do it. The fathers don't do it. Am I right? I'm not right. Okay. The youth are the ones who do perpetrate these evils by their sponsors. Then because of that, there's apathy. Where does apathy come? There's a gender that is disenfranchised by the reason of the violence. What's that gender? What's that gender? The female gender. They are not participating as actively as they ought to because of the violence that is in the electoral or political process. Next slide. What is important? In politics, sincerity is not enough. Somebody say, I'm sincere. Is it good to be sincere? Is it good to be sincere? It's good, but it's not enough in politics. I want you to pay attention. Sincerity is good. Please. Sincerity is good, but sincerity is not enough in politics. Passion is not enough. I've talked about it before. It's good to be passionate. 
but passion is not enough in politics. What's important? Knowledge and strategy. These are key to responsible engagement and participation in politics. Knowledge and what? Strategy. When you have knowledge and you have strategy, then you can deploy money. When you have what? Knowledge, strategy, then you can use money to sprinkle and then the community begins to roll. Sometimes people just go and start gathering money. Knowledge and what? <coughs> strategy, then you bring money and to operationalize it. So, having said that, next slide. I want to introduce us to, I want us to understand Nigeria's political culture. Because I'm talking about culture now, okay? You need to understand Nigeria's political culture. By the way, some of the things I'm sharing with you right now, um, they are not in this book, but they are in my next book that's coming up around June next year, called The Ecology of Political Public Politics. The Ecology of Public Politics. The Ecology of Public Politics. The book is going to come out around June next year. So some of the things I'm sharing with you right now are going to be in that book. Now, <clears throat> understand Nigeria's political culture. Nigeria's political culture is moderated by these two things. Ethnicity through tribalism. Within this ethnicity and tribalism, we talk about minority and majority. Now, you need to understand these things clearly. Don't deny them. You don't say, hey, it's true, it's not true. These are the facts on ground. Number two, religion. Christianity and Islam. These are the two things that define the way politics is played in Nigeria. Politics in Nigeria is not defined by your intellect. Or by what you know. These are the things that define it right now. These are the things that define it right now. Question is, since these are the things that define it, if we are not developing, it means that these two things are responsible for our underdevelopment. They are responsible. They are responsible. They are not contributors. They are the factor. They are the thing. They are not contributors. These are the things. They are the things because. Before you are appointed into a position in most places, the first thing they're going to take a look at your name. What does your name sound like? Huh? What does your name sound like? If it sounds like this, remember we are creatures of perspective. If it sounds like this, then this person must be this. Therefore, this person must not be given this position. Your, your capacity is, is irrelevant. Your capacity is what? These are the things that define our political culture right now. Don't deny it. In, in, in Gombe State, right now, a lady is supposed to be made chief judge. But because of her religion, her name was removed from the names to be submitted to the, for confirmation. These are the issues. Nobody talks whether it's qualified, whether it's intelligent, whether it's, but because these are the things happening, don't deny it. I'm not, I'm not here to praise anybody, but these are the things happening on ground. So it is you. So if a nation is not developing, don't say it is one thing. These are the things that are responsible for it. What? Ethnicity, structuralism, and religion. If someone goes to America, they're not going to ask you whether you're... They ask you, what can you offer? What can you... What is in your brain or what is in your hand that you can offer to solve the problem? They're not going to ask whether you are a Buddhist, whether you are a Hindu, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Muslim. It's, those things are good. But that is not what's going to determine the position you're going to be given. Because being a Christian, if I'm a Christian... It does, I cannot, um, being a Christian doesn't make me manufacture a computer. Have you? I don't have to be a Christian to manufacture a computer. I don't be a Muslim to manufacture a computer. If I can do work on this computer, I give it what you want. Somebody that can do this computer, Abi. And then if you want someone to pray, you can, <laughs> let me use my religion and pray for you, Abi. Whether I'm Muslim or Christian. But if you want solution, practical solution, you'll find someone who knows answer that thing and solve it. 
Our nation is not doing well because we don't give people who knows the solution to take responsibility. We give those who are inclined to us in terms of tribe, tribe, ethnicity, or religion. Whether those people know the answer to the questions or not, that is why your country is normal and it cannot move forward with these two things in place. I'm not, it's not, this is I'm getting to my sisters. I've seen things. This is the way it is. So, when I gave you those things to look at, see, when you see black, you know it's black. It's not true. When you see white, you know it's white, right? But when you see white and begin to say it is green because of who is holding it. This is what your people, you do what your people, all of you here, you do it. And your leaders, your political leaders are doing it. And you think your country is going to move forward. There's a way this world is operating. There's so garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, I mean, you can't. That's the way it is. China is coming here to colonize you. By the way, I just read a report two days ago, submitted by, um, to the US um, um, Parliament. What they call it? Congress. What China is going to do in the next 15 years? China is preparing for long-range war. And that long-range war is to be able to go and fight outside of China to protect their business interests. Those who are not able to pay. They have submitted that to U.S. Congress. You know, these people do research. We are not, we are not like out here, we don't do research. They have done that, they have a five-year um, 10 years, 15 years. So they are working on it. So all of you are bringing China. To, I'm not saying it's, don't bring China here. Fine. But what is your 5-year, 10-year plan to, to relate with them? No plans. So when, it's begin, when those who are doing it now are gone, because some of them may not be here in the next 15 years. When they are gone, what's going to happen to you? So next slide. Now the dynamo explains to the dynamics of political nuances in Nigeria. I told you, the mindset of professional politicians, that I, I talked, I discussed professional politicians in this book. What's your mindset? There are tools of engagement. I'm talking about engagement, but what are their tools of engagement? I'm going back to what I talked about before. Their tools of engagement are what? Ethnicity and religion. When you want to contest election, They'll see the one that give them advantage. If the ethnicity will not give them advantage, they play the religious card. Say, don't vote for him, he's a Christian. Don't vote for him. We must not vote for a Christian. Or don't vote for him, he's a Muslim. Don't vote for him. They play the card. When they play the card, the ignorant ones say it is true, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. Is it not what happens? When they play that card, either ethnicity, or what really this is what they play every time these two cards whether it's in 2023 whether it's in 2019 whether it was 2015 is this same card that was played and is this same card that's going to play in 2023 what is it? what what do you mean by north and south north she produced president south produced president what is it travel cards Tribal what? Within that tribal card, you also bring religious card. Because when you serve the north, you can never go to the north and they bring a Christian person to represent the north. Is it not true? Is it not true? Is it not true? So when they say north, when they now go to the north, they now play another card, religious card. Whether there is a Christian person that is qualified or not, when they say South, when they come to the South also, they play the religious card. They find a Christian person. It's not true. So when you know better, you think better, you talk better, you live better, and you impact your society in a better way. Okay, so what is the purpose of playing these two cards? The purpose is what? To gain what? Political power. And when they gain political power, what happens? They gain economic power. You know, government money is sweet. How many of you have enjoyed government money before? 
Anyways, how many of you have enjoyed government money? Government money is so sweet. How do you know that? Government money is so sweet. Sometimes it is sweatless. Alright? Let's move on. I should divide government. Government money is you're working for government. There are people's sites. I work on people's sites. There are a lot of benefits. When you travel, they give you a star code. Oh, since I know you travel, you know, you don't, you, when I used to work, when I was in daily science and journalism, I travel on official assignment, and my ATKs is paid, my hotel bills are paid, I eat what I want, whatever, you know, those are not my money, so I don't give a damn. But when I left your bros, man, <laughs> I can't afford it anymore. Do you get on by, it's free, that's what I mean. So there are a lot of things that you enjoy because you work there, all right? Good, so, why do they play those cards? These are two reasons. One, Gain political power because political power will give them access to what economic power. And when they get economic power, they, they what do they use it for? Citizen domination and subjugation. That's what they use it for. What? Not for development. They use it for what? Citizens what? Domination and subjugation. Which will make the citizens to become what? Powerless and voiceless. Is this your experience? Yes. Is this your experience? Yes. When you know better, what will happen to you? You talk You think better. This is it. It's not a story. Because until you understand these nuances, you just be running up and down. Pursuing something, don't even know what is pursuing you. Or don't even know what you're pursuing. Don't forget. They play these two cards. So when in our institute, in 2000, prior to 2019, we developed a template of the kind of questions you need to ask people who want to contest election. Develop that template. Because there are certain questions you need to ask people. One of the reasons, just like this government, I told someone that this government has succeeded. This government, APC government, has done well. I'm, I'm saying so, yes. For where? Okay, I will explain to you. Now listen. Now listen. ABC government promised change. Excuse me. This is serious. I'm, I'm, I want you to listen carefully. They promised you change. Did they promise that? Have they delivered change? See, no interrogations. You didn't ask what kind of change do you want to give to us? Nobody asks those questions. So as far as they are concerned, they have delivered on their mandate. They've changed laws. They've changed the way things are run. They changed the way people who are due to be removed from office are left there. So it's a change from the way things have been done. Have they succeeded? So the government has not failed. They have delivered change. So next time, when somebody says change, Ask them what kind of change. I have no problem with the APC government because they promise change. And I can see change everywhere. I can see change everywhere. Okay? So you can go and begin to quarrel. It's not my business. They have delivered what they said they were going to deliver. So the question is, what kind? since I didn't ask them what kind of change, so anyone I see, Check it. <laughs> so next time, be careful. Next slide. All right. Remember, I'm not a member of any political party. So I have nobody. In prior to 2019, I helped a political party get started until they got registered. Help them develop their um, constitution, their manifesto. I helped them develop all that and apply for registration, and I left them. I'm a consultant. I don't participate in elections. So, I won't mention the party, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Alright, so, now let's talk about dimensions in the public space. Now, I know I'm saying some things over and over again, is to make it sink. I want it to sink. These are those dimensions, have the religious dimensions is present in the public space. Is active, is powerful, is 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 alive. 
in our public space. The economic dimension. When you are vaporized, you don't have, when you don't have money, you have no voice. I hope you know that. In the public space, if you don't have money, you don't have a voice. So those of you who are youth, who want to participate in politics, what is your economic base? What is your economic base? What's your means of livelihood? What's your source of livelihood? What's your base? If you don't have an economic base, you want to enter the public space, either somebody will take charge of you, and you lose your voice. You lose your, yeah. So if you want to participate, where is your economic base? Where do you get your means of livelihood to pay your bills? This is important. Think about it. Then the political dimension, where do you think it's happening? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a youth, you want to get involved in politics. There are things you need to consider. Am I going in to contest or am I going in to be part of a um, political party structure? I did my master's in gender studies. I spent three years doing postgraduate course in gender studies and I majored in political leadership. And um, I studied, I focused my study on the power of leadership in political structures. See, decisions that, you know, political leadership structures are very, very important. Those who are chairman, um, what, they, what are they? World chairman, secretary, those things, those people are powerful in the party. If you want to be a youth that will be involved in politics, go and register in a political party and begin to participate in these things. If you are not seen, you don't exist. What did I say? You don't exist. Register in any political party of your choice and attend meetings and find a way to be involved in the leadership structure of political parties where you belong. If they say do this for us, do. Find, begin to participate. That is how to learn, that's how to grow. Don't say I want to, I want to contest in this. It doesn't work like that. Because, remember I told you that the system you want to go and change is deep. Did I say that yesterday? Yes. It's deep. So how are you going to enter an ocean? You don't know where the thing starts. You'll be swallowed. Okay? Then the social dimension. So, it is the economic and the political, the religious, the economic, and the political that determines the social dimension. The peace we have in our environment is determined by these three things. Your, my, the capacity of relating with you and all of that to go about our normal business and all of that is dependent on what happens in these three areas. Do you understand it? Are you getting it now? Are you getting it together? Please know. I'm making it in bullet points so that you will also go out and teach other people. These things are important in our participation in the public space. Next slide. Within the political um, dimensions, I want to give you a little more things. I talk about participation. There's participation in public politics. You may hear me use this word public politics as if there's private politics. Is there private politics? Is there private politics? There is private politics. If you are married here, you are involved in private, private politics. You know, women play politics on their husbands. So much. So much. I'm telling you. And men play politics on their wives. So much. So it's all about politics. And children play politics on their parents. <laughs> so that is what private politics. Now, public policies are what you do. Some of these things are already in here anyway. So, some of these things. Um, now, participation in public politics, what does it do to it? It gives you access to what? Political opportunities. Gives you access to what? Political what? Who can tell me what I mean by political opportunities? Access to infrastructure. Not really infrastructure. Access, you know, political opportunities. I've said it before, but I want to know whether you're getting it. Appointment. Appoint, political appointment, SAs, whatever, contract. Yes. 
rewarding party loyalists. I mean, I mean, these things are there. So if you don't participate, we don't come and give it to you. Uh, somebody was telling us in, in, um, in Quara State, the governor wanted to appoint some people and appointed some people. So some group of people said that our people and we are not represented. So when they got to the governor, governor told them that, look, he himself is not the one that appoints these people. That he brings, it is the party that brings the name from, from the party. Those that have been active. Are you getting it? They bring the name. Then from there, he's appointed. Now, he's now said, look at all this. Your people, you are trying to say, they are not members of political party. They don't attend political party meetings. So where is their name going to come from? After explaining that to them, they left. Because those are the facts. Are you getting it? So if you want to have access to political opportunities, what do you do? Get involved. Participate. Now also in the publicity, management of public resources. Those are the things that you also be able to do. Now, the money that these people are using is not their money. It is our money. It's our money. So they have no right to use it to intimidate you. But you know why they intimidate you with it? Because you don't even know how to ask them proper questions. So there are laws over you. Now that's where also, when I talk about the culture, the culture of northerners is different from the culture of southerners. Northerners have feudal cultural systems. You understand that? You have to be educated. It's not that it's wrong. That is their culture. Those in the South don't have that culture. So it's easy for you to just divide it for everybody and everybody's done. Everybody's come to you, somebody's house to come and eat. People in the South don't do that. So they can afford to say, go, continue going for us. Continue going for us. As long as you come back and give us something, continue going for us. People in the South don't do that. It's not true. So it's two cultures in one. Two cultures trying to run one system. When I say you have to be culturally, Educated. This is what I'm talking about. So sometimes when Southerners condemn something, Northerners say it is good. When Northerners condemn something, Southerners say it is good. There was SARS. They said that when this is disobedient, Northerners say, ah, there's no problem with SARS. <laughs> so, yes, you know, it's, it's such a beautiful country. Such a beautiful country. I'm telling you. Meanwhile, the people there are suffering a lot of insecurity. Even Sultan is complaining. Yet, they say it's good for us. I mean, how do you understand those things? So, it's, it's a problem. And you want to lead Nigeria at the center. You must understand these things. So, how are you going to deal with this? So, next thing, in how you contribute to public policy. This is dimensions in the public in the you know, public policy. What is public policy? It's actually public policy is private idea developed and packaged and presented as public policy. What this so what I'm saying is that sometimes what you call public policy is actually ideas that someone has. He has been able to sit down and articulate it and present it to those who are in authority, who can agree with him, and then now bring it back, and this is what government was. Who is government? Did you contribute ideas? Did you scrutinize those things before they brought them in? No. So, public policy sometimes, but if you are aware, when those things are coming, you can do a red flag. No, this ought not to be. But because you're not even involved, you're not aware. You will not even know until thing comes to the beginning. Okay? I have to finish now. Next slide. Is this making sense to us? Yes. Is it getting somewhere? Yes. Okay. Let's take a look. Next slide. Now, what have you done over these years? Sorry. Okay. What you have done? What you have done? You know what you have done? You believe that one political party is better than the other. It's not what you believe. Is that what you believe? You believe that APC is better than PDP. You believe that PDP is better than PSC. Is that what you believe? That's what you were meant to believe. Is not true? Before, before everybody was PDP, everybody wanted to be part of PDP because PDP was a ruling party. 
Then the narrative changed. Everybody is against ABC, 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 ABC. So if you are not in ABC, you no longer love this country. Are we together? You were made to believe that one political party is better than the other. Meanwhile, you forget to notice that those people who were in this political party only moved to this other one. So when they move to another one, they become holy people. They become wonderful people. They become great people. It's not. But you swallow those things. You don't interrogate it. You don't question it. This is the challenge that we have. So, if we, the youth that want to take leadership, are not able to interrogate these things and question them appropriately, how are things going to change? So, if I'm a member of APC now, I'm a good man. If tomorrow I jump at, I become a bad man. It's not true. So people become good or bad because of the political party of John. Have you? That is what you have been made to believe. And because of that, what do you do? You defend your party at any cost, even if it means violence. This is what you have been made to believe. This is what you have been doing. You go and fight your brother who is in another party just because you are not in the same party. Because your leaders told you our party is the greatest. Supreme. That's what they told you, and you believe them. And they are doing it so that they can get political opportunity. When after, okay, I'm, let me not preempt myself. Next slide. Now, they make, because of the, you make enemies among yourselves as you argue which party is right or wrong. When you come to Facebook, you may do something. When you say something about this country, they call, you, they call you Wela, they call you Chi, they call you Complainer, they call, it, they call you all kinds of names. Just because you said, it is not good that this is not, you know? Why? Because they are protecting party, not development. Huh? This is what you do. So you fight, even the, all of you here now, all of you here, you can fight among yourself now if you begin to raise party issues. Not, I mean, in this hall now, you can fight. Why? Because it's party issue. Absolutely. Talk to you. It's true. You forget what brought you here. You think about because of party, you start fighting. Because you believe that PDP is good and APC is bad. Or you believe that APC is good and PDP is bad. So you start fighting. What is APC? What is PDP? Nothing. Inanimate states. Just because some people have told you, you see those people in party, they are bad. You say it is true. Our party, everybody, I, I'm not, you know, when I go to political parties, our party, our great party. Our great. <laughs> okay, so now, now you also work for the political elite and expect to be admitted into the club of the elite. Is not what you do? You work for them, the political elite. You are their full soldier. And why are you doing it? Hopefully, when they win, they will give you, they'll bring you into what? How many times does that work? How many times does it work? Not for the moment. Just for the moment. Before you know it, they'll change their number. You won't, they will, if you call them, they will answer you. They surround themselves with another set of people. This happens year circle after circle. Yet, you will not learn. 2023, you will do it again. You will make the same mistake. Eh, eh? Say no way. No way. Okay. I hope so. Okay. Next slide. See what you've been doing. You focus on frivolities and never ask questions about candidates' capacity. That is their aptitude, their faculty, you never ask questions about their competence, their fitness, their know-how. You never ask questions about their character, their disposition to national issues. Not people who have parochial perspectives. Because I'm from this region. Nigeria is not your region. Nigeria is big. Nigeria is big. You don't ask questions about their morality. 
their goodness, their decency, their probity. Somebody will go to a shop and start slapping women because he's a, he's a government official. And you let, you let it go. And the person comes back again. And when he throws money, all of you start running around him. He forgot what the person is doing. issues. No questions. No questions. You don't ask questions about antecedents. What has this person done in the past? What gives me the conf- conf- what gives me the, 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 the confidence that he will not repeat what he has done? If he has been doing bad things before, what guarantees me that if we move him to this next level, he will not do worse? No questions about antecedents. It doesn't matter. It matters. What is the person's previous achievements? Comments. Thank God for the social media. We are bringing what people said. It's not true. And what they are doing now. We are bringing them together. Somebody says, if we don't deliver this to you in six months, stone us. Did did people say that? Are those people still alive? What happened to stone them? Many people, many things people said. Many people things people said. The social media is bringing them out. And yet, I'm, I can assure you, if those people come out again to contest, you still vote for them. You will vote for them. You know why you still vote for them? Because you too, you are ignorant. You still vote for them. Next slide. I hope. I would have provoked your spirit by this by this program. Next slide. What does the next slide say? What you should do. What should the youth do? Away from ignorance and naivety. Away from what? Ignorance and what? Away. Away. Get up. Shake your head. Say, I can no longer be fooled. Telling you, shake your head. Say lie, lie, as we used to say it in our parlance. Next slide. Engage in critical thinking. Ask questions. Don't just believe because you're told. Understand political nuances. I've explained the political nuances to you. Have I explained it to you? The political nuances I told you. What I do? I explained it before now. Their engagement. Their engagement platform. What do they engage you with? Religion and what? This is the one. These are the things that engage you with. When they come to speak to you, listen to them and listen again. Know where they are coming from. Are they saying, vote for me because I am from this area? Or I will do one, two, three. Does where you come from give you capacity? No. Eh? No. Where you come from, does it give you capacity? Yes. No. no. Capacity to do what? Complete the analysis. You give analysis. That's negative capacity. And that's not the capacity we are talking about here. So, where you come from is not your capacity. Don't let anybody come again and tell you, vote for me because I'm from here. Yes, you're from here. We are not doing that, but what do you have to offer? Don't vote because it's your brother. There's a problem. Let me tell you something. It's what is happening in northeast. Eh? Especially in it will take another 50 years. I'm telling you because I saw the civil war. I was six years old in the civil war. And the generation that saw the war, their life never the same. Those young men that are 10, 12, that are not in school now, in the next 20 years, where would they be? What will be their future? And they're still going to be in this country. You're not thinking. There's a document I saw. I don't want to tell you about the source of that document. That is a hundred-year plan of an organization to do some things. I won't go more into that. I won't go into that. But are you thinking? Are you thinking? What are you thinking about? Those of you that want to join or start a political party, you're thinking of 2023. What is 2023? Three years from now. You know what it is? What can you achieve? Do you know the country you are in? Do you know what it is? People have been there. They will not move away from you because of you. What are you talking about? They should, somebody has been enjoying something. 
Eh? Because he told him to go away, he go away for you. Is that how it works? You're fighting. You're fighting. Okay, how are you What are your tools of engagement? That's what I'm talking about. What are your tools of engagement? You are assuming that the population you're dealing with are informed. You are, you, are, you are assuming an assumption is the lowest form of knowledge. You are assuming that the youth population, everybody is on the same platform, the same level of knowledge. It's an assumption. You don't run this system by assumption. You run it with, what did I say, knowledge and what? Strategy. You engage, how do you engage? Knowledge, engage strategically. It's not by emotion or by, it doesn't work like that. The people you're going to be talking to, I, mean, you talk, I remember when I was in school, final year, one of our lecturers said that um, those of you that want to enter exam, please do not cheat. Because if you cheat and you are caught, they will bring you to us, you will listen to you, but we will not help you. <laughs> we will listen to you, but we will not when you go to them, they will listen to you. Pay them cost They will listen to you. But when you go, they cannot do what they are doing. Have you not seen it happen? If you say what to visit them, they will receive you. It's not true. They will receive you. Uh, young man, you guys are doing a great work. I like what you're doing. When the time comes, okay. All right, so. Next slide. I'm closing now. What you should do. Believe things because you know, not because you are told. Believe things because what? Not because you are Take every statement with a pinch of salt. Get your own truth. Investigate things for yourself and know it for yourself. Don't, know, don't, let, them, don't let them know for you. Know by yourself. Go beyond the cloak of religion and ethnicity. Religion is real. Ethnicity is real. But if you want to lead this system, you must go beyond it. Because this is, I didn't say, my colleague says he's a contributor. This is not a contributor. This is the reason why we are developed. Our leaders create narratives, developmental narratives from these two things, religion and ethnicity. Their development narratives springs from, please pay attention. Their definition for development springs from these two things. I know why I'm emphasizing it. I did not say you should deny your ethnicity. I'm not saying you should deny your religion. But I'm telling you that your religion is not the answer to giving us um, electricity. I mean, your religion is not about giving us electricity. It is technical know-how. Let's get technical know-how. Next slide. What you should do. Begin to ask the right questions. Read. Interact. Engage. Discuss. Share ideas. Network. Are you getting it? Go and check out these things. Read, read, read. Leaders are readers. If you don't read, please don't come to the public space. One of the reasons why we are high is because some of our leaders don't read. Give them memo, they don't even read. That's it. They sign, they sign contract with Oyibo people. Those things written in small. They don't read it. And those guys are smart. When the time comes, excuse me, did you, did you see this? Did you? But you signed. Too bad. They don't read our. Take note. Next slide. You need politicians for your prosperity. You need what? You need politicians for your prosperity. And you need politics for your survival. <laughs> you need what? You need politicians for your prosperity. <laughs> You're looking at me. <laughs> uh, 
you may say, ah, you need God. Yes, you need God, but you see, God is not going to come here to do some things. You need what? Politician for your prosperity. The insecurity we have in this country today is a product of political... <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? Did I, what did I say? <clears throat> what does <clears throat> mean? <laughs> okay, so... So you need politics for your survival. Most important, next slide, so we are closing. More importantly, you need to become a public citizen. You need to become what? Public citizen. By next year, by February next year, our institute is starting an online program. We call it the public citizen. The public citizen, you'll be seeing it, Facebook and all, it's going to be live interact. We're going to bring what we call the public citizen. Who is a public citizen? What makes you a public citizen? We're going to be interrogating that. Some of you could be invited to come and feature on the program and be interviewed. So you just watch out. I'm sure you'll see it very soon. Next year, not this year. Now, become what? A public citizen. Also, if you want to know more about public citizen, please read this book. It's there. What it is to be a public citizen. I mentioned it a little um, yesterday. Next slide. Don't hate politics. Better like politics. Better like politics or like them. Sorry. Better like politics. You've had better like politics. How many of you like politics? You better like it all. Say I like politics. Say I like politics. Say I like it very well. I love politics. Please, please, please. Love politics. Not just like it. I'm telling you. Politics is a, is not that it's the in thing. After God is politics. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I know what I'm talking to you about. After God, the next thing is what? Politics. And you cannot live in this world and survive when you don't understand politics. They want you not to know about politics so that they can keep playing it to oppress you. So please, no politics. Teach people about politics. Talk to them about politics and be involved in politics because that is what determines your prosperity. Not praise the Lord. That will take you to heaven. But you are here right now. You understand it? You are now, you're here now. So you need politics. Don't despise politicians. Just work with them to learn some things. Don't start... I, I, you hear what I you remember what I said yesterday about advocacy. Stop talking bad about your politicians. It's not important. Don't, I didn't know. I didn't say bow before them. I didn't say worship them. I said don't, don't just waste your time talking bad about them. Do you hear what I said? Don't waste your energy in those things. But let me leave this. I don't want you to be calling your, um, your political leaders, call them jobbers, call them. No, forget those languages. It's not important. Stop it. Don't call them political jobbers, people who don't know. Don't, don't use those expressions anymore. It's not important. It's not important because it doesn't produce anything for you. You must be thinking pragmatically in terms of generating results for you. Not, um, oh, when you said, okay, okay, what have they done for you? You call them names. After calling them, they, okay, after calling them names, Abby, they're still eating your money. Abby? So it's not important. So I want you to begin to think pragmatically. Remember we said, when you know better, you think better, you talk better, and what? Finally, make adjustments. Change the way you think about politics. Next slide. Okay, yeah, we are there. Politics is not a do or die activity. Stop killing your brothers and your sisters. When they send you to go and burn somebody's house, don't go. Tell them, when the, the person took time to build that prosperity. If I burn it down, I'm taking away his livelihood, taking away his future, taking away it. So what do I stand to gain? So let's begin to talk to our brothers and our sisters. Because if, for example, we burn this building now, do you know how long it will take them to raise this building again? That money that we used to build could have been used to do other things. And if people will lose jobs. Are you getting it? So destroying public property because of election is the most foolish thing that people in third world do. Okay? Be a peacemaker in politics. What does it mean? Come to school. Do everything for public interest. 
That is the only way to protect your own interest. Now, take a look at this statement. The only way to protect your own interest is to do what? Do things for what? As a statement I used to make, I said that if you faithfully serve the public, you will not be stranded in public. What did I say? If you faithfully serve the public, you will not be stranded in public. Do you know why children of teachers are not usually stranded? Teachers, good teachers. Do you know why their children are not usually stranded? Because when they, the people they teach, somehow, somehow, when they move around, oh, you are the son of, oh, ah, your father was my teacher. Psh. Opportunities. Children of teachers are rarely stranded in society. I can tell you that. Hmm? Children of teachers, okay, I'm done. I'm done, yeah. Five minutes. Oh, great. So, finally, it's time to expand your leadership competence. Next slide. Last slide. It's time to do what? Expand your leadership competence. We are here today talking as if we're motivating ourselves, but there are political skills. There are what? Skills you need to learn them. It's now my pleasure to invite you to become a member of Flint Institute. Just go to that, uh, that link and check it out. I invite you to come and be a member of Flint Institute. So we can take you through this. It's a process, it's a journey. So we can work with you. So you can, as you enter this journey, then that, that'll be it. Okay, have you copied it? Check it out, put it on your phone right now if you have, if you have a data, and then um, check it out right now. It's not tomorrow now. HTTPS. Okay, just write for the HTTPS. HTTPS. Colon. Forward slash. Double forward slash. Fled Edu. Fled Edu. Dot org slash membership. Just Google it and then that'll be it. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to me. My name is Joseph Ibegui.